Only Three Lads is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family, home to some of the best music podcasts on the planet. Visit PantheonPodcast.com to discover more. And if you like what we do on O3L, we kindly ask you to please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. It really helps us more than you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a special episode <laughs> hey. of the Only Three Lads podcast, where usually each week we're giving you the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. But we have Thanksgiving 2022, a special Woo. episode 139. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. If you're just turkey, uh, cooking your turkey, getting all that stuff ready, uh, make sure and grab that turkey neck and give it a little giggle because there's nothing like a little giggle. Yeah, well, you know, you know, haven't you grabbed a turkey neck? A live turkey neck? No, a dead one. When you get the turkey and you open the little flap, I actually one time didn't know that stuff was well, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, you, you right. You take the neck yeah out. Right, right? It's, it's like it's inside. It, yes, right. And they got that little pouch. It has the heart and stuff. Sometimes I, yeah. you know, I fry that up and eat it just to say that I did it. Yuck! But the turkey neck. What does the turkey neck remind you of? Uh, are we being vulgar here? Of course. It's like when you were 20, you know, <laughs> talk about a bone. Um, yeah. So that's what I love about that. And you chase people with it. And but I'm weird. So, um, so is life. Hey, so you got any family coming to town or where are you going to go and eat turkey today? We are going to stay local or we're going to stay home. My daughter is unfortunately sick. Ugh. So... Nobody is coming over. We're not going anywhere. It's just going to be our, our little tiny remainder of our nuclear family because my son is not coming home either. Oh, so, Julian, you know, why did you sad. break your dad's heart and, and your mom's heart? How, what is he going to do? And yeah. what's going on in Oakland? Well, you know, I, I get it, though. So he's very busy. I mean, he has a very busy course load. He's working two jobs. But his whole thing is. If he comes home for three days, he feels that there's certain obligations, not that he's unwilling to do those obligations, but it's a lot of pressure when you have, quote unquote, time off to see all the family, see all the friends, etc. So I, I kind of get it. So instead of saying, I only have three days, I'm not going to be able to see anybody. It's better just not to show up and say, I'm avoiding you because I don't want to see you. 
Basically. Okay. I mean, you okay. put it that way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I get it. <laughs> See, I'm just honest. Hey, I don't got the time and uh, you're not that important. So it's nothing personal. But, there, you know, there's only so many hours well, of the day. And that's what we love about you. So what about you? Uh, well, I'll be going to my sister's house and then my son's grandparents house will probably end up there and eat turkey and have some, uh, you know, uh, some sort of dessert. And that's about it, you know, but uh, it's right. th- it's pretty big because kind of the glue that holds the family together for us in the Paul family is my sister, definitely. And she was she if she hears this, she'll be upset. She's a COVID, she's one of the covid freaks, you know, okay. like, like um, what is the phobia where you want to stay in all the time? I would say arachnophobia, but that would only be if you have spiders in your house or spiders outside and you want to stay inside. Agoraphobia? Yes, agoraphobia. That's okay. where fear of like leaving your house. So my sister, I don't know if it's a fear, but she has been like a pig and shit since the start of the pandemic because this is like perfect for her. And she never had, you know, wants to go anywhere. And then um, <laughs> she basically... Uh, we haven't had really Thanksgiving or Easter's or anything for the past couple of years. And this is the first one. So I'm excited for everybody to get together. And then, of course, we have like people who come over who we eat the holiday dinners with. And uh, there's, you know, new nieces and nephews and that sort of thing. So, yeah, great time for family. It's going to be weird for us just because we're kind of that house, too, where we have people coming over all day. Usually we're not going to have that. But what if you like it? Like you're going to go Paisley. Here's 20 bucks. <laughs> You know, next year or something like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Paisley, she's got a she's got a goiter. It's something something oozing on her she's face. Got a goiter. We probably shouldn't have it again this year. Why? Why does she always have a goiter on holidays? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, isn't that crazy, dude? I think it's the stress. It's the holiday goiter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Paisley. I know oh. she's had a rough time this year with it. Just keeps on cycling through yeah i know hey i was really sick last week so uh and there's people at work now well you knew that i did know that yeah but but i'm still sorry no well it happens i'm i feel stronger for it if it doesn't kill you it makes you stronger yeah and of course you know we'll, we'll we'll see covid and flu cases rsv and all these other viruses really spike in the next few weeks going into christmas because of today thanksgiving yeah kicks off the season there you go tis the season to strengthen your immune system and chase people around with turkey necks well that's what builds the immune system salmonella from turkey necks getting hit with the turkey neck i like it (laughs) but i i like that we've kind of turned this into a nice little thanksgiving tradition with the show this is our third year where we've done a thanksgiving episode and it really gives listeners out there the chance to before they put their turkey on the table to listen to us turkeys. Right. Maybe you can vape. Maybe you can have a few glasses of wine, a few pints of beer before it really kicks off. So yeah. Holiday yeah. weekends are so much fun. I was okay, I'm 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 kind of a, a crazy person. So I was telling my son, oh, it's great. You know, it's like the holidays, you know, right now people are flying in. There's gonna be a lot of parties tonight. People are going to miss dinner because they're going to have DUIs waking up in, you know, jail. That's going to that happened last night. This morning, people are so hungover. They can't even do dinner because, you know, they fly in. They see the brothers, the sisters, the cousins. Let's go party because, you know, last night was a big party night for Thanksgiving. And then by the end of the weekend, 
then there's a lot of domestic violence because everyone's been drinking for four days. And then, of course, the wife is pissed and, you know, the husband's drunk. And so uh, pretty much that's what happens on Sunday evening. So happy holidays, people. Wow. (laughs) It's just what it is. See, years ago, I used to have a scanner because the scanners used to work really good police scanners. And oh, yeah, for hours on end, I was that guy who I didn't need to be with anybody. I would just drink. And then I would listen to the scanner and I would have a great time. And that's what you would hear. It's like on holiday weekends by Sunday, someone's pissed and that's fights are starting. Entertainment. Yep. Hey. Yeah. Some people like to hey. read. Some people like to create. Some people have hobbies. I love the human experience. Whoop. I think we got a hit. Oh, there you go. So today we are. As you cook your turkey. We're we're kirk we're kirk kirking our turkey. <laughs> Sounds like something you do with a neck. We had come up in the randomizer food songs, right? right? What are we going to call this episode, right? Because we talked about expanding the scope and and anything's fair game as long as it has to do with food in some way. The band, mm-hmm. the theme of the song, the song title, whatever. Yes, that's what I did. Right? Yep, I have bands and song titles. Is it a musical feast? Is it a musical smorgasbord? I wanted I wanted to say musical smorgasbord because it's a fun word to say. And uh, my wife told me that she vetoed it because it sounded like we were trying to be Swedish on an American holiday. And then I had to break the news to her that she does not have any veto power over the Only Three Lads podcast. Okay. Cindy does have veto power because she's a smart lady. Mm. And um, I want her to like me so that we can continue playing with each other. So. But I think that, yeah, I, I, I can see what she's saying. It does sound a little bit Swedish. And really what we're just doing for the community is building a nice playlist that people can put together uh, as they sit around or maybe after they eat, before they eat, sure. while they eat. And uh, we'll just have a good old time. And if you are listening to this while you're eating with your family, we would like to apologize in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma, Uncle sorry. Ernie, we didn't mean much of it. Some of it we did. Oh, I meant all of it. But um, your no. hairline is receding, Uncle Ernie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, th- this is what I like about this holiday is like there's a lot of times family uh, families. Uh, I've been doing that a lot, taking off the pluralization off words and ending up there. I don't know why. But a lot of families, this is like uh, once a year or twice a year, three times a year, unless there's a funeral that people see each other. So this is why I like this day. And Uncle Ernie, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. And those stretchy pants do make your bum look big. Oh. By the way. But we're picking on Uncle Ernie. Why? I I think voluptuous, I think, is a nice word. (laughs) Yeah. Uncle Ernie, you're looking very voluptuous. Yes. Say say that. Use that word with one of your uncles. (laughs) You know, the one that's never been married. All right. Well, hey, let's get into our list, our top five. All right, let's get into our songs. list. This is, this is going to be a quick one. That's the whole yes. intent of this. We already brought a very long episode this week. Yes. Which, uh, you know, we had a great time with. But this is going to be, you know, just wham, bam. Yeah, wham, bam. We're going to get through it, ma'am. And then we're going to go and hang out with our families. And one thing I'm very thankful for is this community. And so I'm glad that we're hanging out on Thanksgiving together. And so absolutely let's do our top five songs of Thanksgiving 2022. And um, Brett, I'm very thankful for you. So you get to choose. Do you want to go first or would you like to go second? 
I went first last time, so I am handing the gavel over to you. What are you bringing to this potluck to start? Well, to start off, kicking off my list of the top five food songs for Thanksgiving 2022 is one that uses the song title as a euphemism. Mm -hmm. I've expressed my love for this artist many times right here on the O3L podcast. Her name, Tori Amos. The song? Ha! I bet you thought I was going to say Cornflake Girl. I did think you were going to say Cornflake Girl. I know, I felt it, but hold on there, Bobcat. No, the song is Raspberry Swirl off Tori's uh, From the Choir Girl Hotel album. Yep, Raspberry Mm -hmm. Swirl, the song about Tori's good friend, Beanie, who dated a bunch of Indian, a a bunch of idiots, I should say. And uh, one of the lines in there is, boy, you better make her raspberry swirl. Mom, creepy Uncle Greg's here for dinner. (laughs) Yep, raspberry (laughs) swirl, a euphemism for, uh, as the academic world would say, cuddlingus. And you gotta love that. can't argue with that <laughs> it's already started but no great song and uh who wouldn't love a raspberry swirl man grandma's just gotten a little uncomfortable with that one maybe not grandmas are cool you know grandmas are uptight you know like if you talk to a lot of porn stars their parents haven't seen their movies but their grandparents have that's the fun of it your grandpa made my raspberry swirl last night <laughs> see that that would make my thanksgiving a lot now i know that i'm bent i know i have issues but what i'm saying is if anyone over like 60 70 had said that to me at any point in my life oh i would just pure joy and made my fudge ripple all right all right that's a little much i know <laughs> lemonade lemonade around the corner fudge is made you know it's like gosh all right well i'm gonna start <laughs> off um with the first song that popped into my head when the topic came up it's a one minute 13 second ditty by the chefs appropriately titled food written and sung by past o3l guest helen mccookery book it's a charming 1979 poem set to song about the food we eat to keep us going food we eat to make us strong in our bellies we are stowing eating eating all day long well at least for us americans in the audience listening to this on release day you might as well put on your stretchy pants and make this your theme song today appropriate way for me to start out our feast food by the chefs wow that's that's a good one i like that yeah it's a cute song it's kind of like a throwback yeah throwback to a past episode even yeah damn 
Good. Number four for you. Well, this uh, my number four is a song about people who value the wrong things. You know, and that's pretty much a lesson for Thanksgiving. You know, be happy, have that gratitude. But Crowded House's chocolate cake says to me, mm. don't follow the masses. You know, the pleasing saccharin. You know, art should make you think it should offend because art should challenge people. And chocolate cake goes down so easy. It's just empty calories. So challenge yourself and uh, make art. That's why I picked Crowded House Chocolate Cake at number four. Make art and cake, not war. Amen, brother. Amen. Great pick. Love that song. All right. Number four. For me, if turkey is your thing at Thanksgiving, and I reckon that it is for quite a few of you, then there's a good chance that you'll use your leftovers tomorrow in a sandwich with cold turkey. So my next pick is the Soft Boys live cover of John Lennon's harrowing primal 1969 single cold turkey that was released on their 1979 debut album a can of bees okay so what if it's actually about quitting heroin cold turkey i don't care it's one of my favorite john lennon solo tracks it's cathartic and piercing it's the sonic equivalent of pain suffering and paranoia that a junkie experiences coming off of the king horse. And admittedly, this song is about as close as I'll come to that experience. But Robin Hitchcock and his merry band of acid fries post-punk pranksters do a serviceable and a pretty faithful job of updating the song a decade after the original, only changing the line, I wish I was a baby, I wish I was dead, to I wish I was a junkie, I wish I was dead. Well, dream big, boys. I can only hope that the only cold turkey any of you will have tomorrow is on your sandwich, not coming off of heroin, but my number four, the soft boys cold turkey wow that's usually on friday the cold turkey i'll probably go cold turkey off a pumpkin pie on friday Ooh, see i'm not a big i hate like carrot cake I, it's like i squint at people who eat carrot cake pumpkin pie kind of the same thing carrot cake like who said oh. hey man let's put vegetables in this cake and they're like yeah obviously they never smoked marijuana so good though next time i see you no no uh, i'm going to have my wife make you a carrot right. cake well if cindy makes it i'll try it but my son will definitely eat it he's a my brother too they just they would snort it if they could i just don't get it i but i don't know maybe i'm close no it's one of the best things with a cream cheese frosting i guarantee you you will love it all right i all right. i definitely will try it okay my number three song of my top five food songs is one that the writer says is a country song in disguise and we all know this song it's the biggest hit for the band cake the song never there oh we all have somebody who never answers the phone and then gets all butt hurt 
when they lose out or get left behind, you know, I'm not a big fan of cake, the food. I'm really not. Even as a little kid, I, for my birthdays, I want pie. But um, the band, yeah, Tits and Champagne. I love cake. And uh, what a great band. And I just love this uh, song, Never There. Makes me happy. I've been playing it a lot. Through such strong resistance First you say you're too busy I wonder if you even miss me Never That does not win you any friends at Thanksgiving, too, if you're never there. Never. Exactly. See? And that's what yeah. I'm saying is that, you know, you've got some family members who's always complaining. But then whenever you ask them out, oh, I got to do laundry. Oh, I don't have any clean pants. I don't have a shirt to wear. And I, you're so. never, 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 never you're there. You're never right? there. You're never, 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 never there. Right? Is that four dun, nevers dun, 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 there? Four nevers. Okay. For extra emphasis. Yep. Very good use by that band of, of trumpet in uh, alternative music. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Only a few bands can get away with it. Cake is one. True. True, true. Number three, we're burning right through this. So if you have no plans this Thanksgiving, there's always one place you can go. Yep. It's the Rock and Roll McDonald's. Wow. By Wesley Willis, released nice. on his 1995 Greatest Hits album. So Willis, as a lot of you may know, was one of the saddest and most fascinating stories in rock history, a Chicago street musician and artist who wrote these bizarre, hilarious, often obscene, Casio-driven keyboard songs with a punk attitude, but it was all done as a means of coping with his extreme schizophrenia. And he was never afraid to tell it like it was in song. McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs. They serve quarter pounders. They will put pounds on you. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Even if it was wrapped in a pretty absurd premise like Rock and Roll McDonald's. Actually about a rock and roll themed McDonald's restaurant in Chicago, but he pulled no punches with the McDonald's Corporation when he sings, McDonald's will make you fat. They serve Big Macs, they serve quarter pounders, they will put pounds on you. McDonald's hamburgers are the worst, they are worse than Burger King, and then proceeds to rattle off the fat content of each of their burgers. So, while it may not make you crave a Big Mac anytime soon, I guarantee you that you will go around all day with that chorus, Rock and Roll McDonald's, in your head, so you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking, gosh, this is going to be homework. I want to hear this song. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. The question is, what you talking about, Willis? And the answer is Rock and Roll McDonald's. Rock and Roll McDonald's. Writing that one down already. You will giggle, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure that I will. And landing at number two on my list of the top five food songs for Thanksgiving 2022 is a song that Beck says is actually three or four songs put together, and it just creates holiday magic off Beck's 1999 Midnight Vultures album, Nicotine and Gravy. God, I love this song. And kids, just let me tell you, if yeah. you want to look older, sophisticated, you just want to piss your family off, start smoking. I mean, I'll tell you what, 
I'm a reformed smoker and I missed it. I dreamed about it for a long time. And if you start smoking and then you have that, you know, family that's obese, bovine America, you got that uncle who wheezes when he walks, well, I should say waddles to the, you know, kitchen to get more food on his plate. He has no right. They have no right to tell you not to smoke because it keeps you thin, makes you look cool, makes you look older. Right, Brett? Wow. (laughs) Now, I'm just kidding about, um, you know, hey, you know what? You can even Google it. You'll find it more Dr. Smoke Camels than any other cigarette. That's what I hear. Yeah, the the ads used to say that. Four um, out of five. Yeah, four out of five doctors say Camel cigarettes are the one that make you fit it's like it's it's like burning vitamins into your lungs it's awesome but i'm kidding about uh, starting smoking but what i'm not kidding about though some of the coolest most sarcastic bent people you're ever going to meet in your life they're in the smoking section so maybe don't start smoking but go hang out with the smokers they're definitely fun people who are anti-establishment and so i definitely embrace those people she looks so Anyhow, Beck, mm, Beck, Nicotine and Gravy. That's my number two song, food song of Thanksgiving 2022. Now, as an alternative to smoking, you can consume a large amount of gravy. Yeah, drink it down. Yeah, it, it's probably equally as healthy. Yeah, <laughs> but it will clean you out. So there's pluses and minuses to everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's, let's look at the silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Right now, Uncle Ernie is saying, kids, do not listen to yeah. Uncle Greg. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Who needs Crohn's disease? We got gravy. <laughs> I used to smoke back in 1978, and look at me. I'm wearing sweatpants to Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yep. That's not a bad idea, though, really. Sweats are not a bad idea. Uh, it is a great track, though, and I, I love the Midnight Vultures album. It is one of the funnest yeah, albums ever created. So yeah, good. The past few days when I'm going through this list, I've just been listening to that song over and over. I'm like, gosh, that's a great song. And dang, if anybody saw Beck like I did, I saw him twice on that tour, once at the very first Coachella, and then I saw him in a separate show. The tour for that album was just insane. I mean, it was kind of like this whole soul review where he was basically like James Brown on the stage. And during the song, I think it was Deborah, he would like bring out a bed on stage and had this very weird routine, but it was very dirty and beautiful. The thing with Beck is that I remember when he came out in 94, because the Edge here in Phoenix was one of the first stations to play Loser. Like, I remember we were handing out uh, Cheese Whiz because get crazy with the Cheese Whiz. And um, everyone, not everyone, but I remember people saying, oh, well, one hit wonder, one hit wonder. And boy, did he prove everybody wrong. What a great artist. He's got no boundaries. And then the way he ties things together and his family, his 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 uh, grandfather, I believe, was like some what one of those weird artists he was in fluxus yeah, yeah the, uh, so avant-garde art constellation constellation sounds good enough for me if not then they should sure. be called the constellation um but i remember reading something where when beck got a little bit older his grandfather purchased his like rocking horse off of him and then um he came home from school and his grandfather had glued like 
cigarette filters on it and it just it sounded so cool like i was like wow al hansen i believe was his name yes very cool and you know who else was on the fringes of that fluxus movement who is in that constellation who yoko oh wow look at that yeah there you go i'm sure that things that i would see that she creates are probably pretty cool the things that i hear wow i think that gives me ed you're gonna need that boner pill you're gonna need that turkey neck after all <laughs> exactly there you go ah, bringing it well, back happy around. thanksgiving to you sir it's called a callback Woo! there you go <laughs> brett nailed it all right <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> i'm not even gonna touch that one <laughs> i nailed it all right number two so am i still on a 1979 high from a couple of episodes ago because it, it did occur to me that three out of my five picks are from the year of 1979. So obviously after you've stuffed your face with subpar burgers at rock and roll McDonald's, you need to follow it up with some dessert. So why not treat yourself to Mars bars by the undertones? Mars bars was the B side to the undertones, 1979 single Jimmy Jimmy. And it's a two minute blast of fun, punk rockin', teeth rodden energy about the candy bar that helps them, makes them work, rest and play. I don't know if the Mars Corporation ever used this in an advert, but it was a missed opportunity if they didn't. This brilliant, revved-up track written by Damian O'Neill and Mickey Bradley and sung in Fiergal Sharky's signature quaver reminds you that there's glucose for energy, caramel for strength, the chocolate's only there to keep it the right length. So to Patrick Moore, David Bowie, and anyone else who still eats Twix or packs of buttons, the undertones are pretty emphatic that you might need a Mars bar. So that's my number two, Mars bars by the undertones. Wow. I do want a Mars bar now. You do, yeah. You I know you would. Those are awesome. Yeah. Uh, Toblerone. It's a good bar. Yeah. Toblerone. I enjoy a good Toblerone. Yeah, me too. Kind of like that raspberry swirl. Um, but have there was I, I was watching something, I think it was on, I don't know if it's TikTok or if it was on Instagram. I don't know if you ever noticed there's a bear on that mountain on a toll. Barone. Yes, there is. Yeah, I had never noticed. I was one of those people. Was like, my, I was this old today when I just noticed. And I was like, damn, that's me. I was the same way. I saw it on social media. Wow. So they're not known otherwise. I, I went right by it. Boom. I just, my son loves that chocolate too. All right, here we are already at our number ones. This might be the quickest episode ever, but who knows? We still have to talk about number ones and that could be for the next hour or two, but we'll find out. So my number one food song for Thanksgiving 2022 proves that I'm a little salty, but I'm a little sweet. I mean, some people interpret my number one song in so many ways, but Sarah McLaughlin's song, Ice Cream, is a love song. And love is what today is all about. And so I just want to let everyone know that some people around you today at the table, they're not going to be here next year. And whether that be because of sickness, accidents, whatever, I would bet that most people aren't, you know, uh, what you got like two degrees away from somebody who you know 
who won't be at the table for Thanksgiving next year. And so don't be afraid to tell people what they mean to you. You got to use your time wisely because you're never going to get it back. And so use this Thanksgiving wisely. And this is why I'm picking Sarah McLaughlin ice cream as my number one food song for this Thanksgiving. Was it? Yeah. So I started with raspberry swirl, and then I, I guess like an uh, incorrect but touching moment there. And that's the fact, Jack. You hoser, Greg. <laughs> you've, you've really touched my heart. There you go. Well, you know, like, if you really think about it, like, you know, like, it always, people rush back memories. And I know somebody who their mother died back in February. And um, they're like, want to be alone. But I've been telling people, no, get that guy, get that guy. Because however tough he thinks he may be the first year when somebody dies, it's always like the first. And so it takes, you know, you go through that process of grief. And uh, one of the hardest things to hit is these holidays when you lost somebody within the year. And uh, I've been through that. It sucks. A lot of people have been through that. But people know what I'm talking about. And I think that's one emotion that we can all share no matter who we voted for, uh, where we live, uh, which side of the line we are on when people are throwing rockets at each other. Uh, we've all felt that emotion and all felt that sadness. And so, uh, happy Thanksgiving. I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah. So, but I'm, be aware of that. So when like that annoying person or whatever, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Cinderella. So True. there you go. Oh, I would have said John Lennon. It was really okay. Oh, there you go. Well, but that was you don't know what you got till you lose it, but no. close enough. Yeah, it's the same sentiment. I get it. Just like the millions of animals <laughs> in the shelters right now. Sarah. You hoser. Uh I still have the hope that I'm not the one who triggered her. I think I was there that day. You know, her, her, uh, her, you probably had something to do with it. Probably did. You know, like there's this lady at work and I don't know what I did, but I have ax murderer eyes. And, um, whenever she sees me, like she like puts her head down and walks by really fast and tries so hard not to have any words with me. It's, I often think, does this woman think I like killed her dog? Like so somewhere in the past that I killed her dog or something. And uh, that's the way I'm afraid that Sarah McLaughlin one day will see me and all this will rush back and somehow, I mean, I'm way older, so she may not even recognize me, but I just wonder that. Like, wow, I wonder if yeah. that ever, I've told that story before on here, but. Just tell her you're sorry. Say, I'm sorry, Sarah McLaughlin, McLaughlin, whatever your name is. She's so nice though. And she's so, so talented. And I hope I'd win to have nothing to do with her uh, nervous breakdown. Nah, you didn't. Come on. Let's let's shed that guilt. Well, there's a lot of times like I shed guilt and then people are like, you know what? When you were and it's like, oh, man, I didn't even know I did that. But I, I'm pretty much a good person. Like sometimes um, like uh, when you're working in radio and uh, people are like, oh, I was an intern. And then you're like, uh oh, you know, did I say something, do something, <laughs> nothing sexual, but just sometimes you're a dick, you know, like, you know, people and you get pissed off and uh, 
light. And um, but no, but so far everyone's like, no, you're really cool. You're really helpful. I'm like, whoo, because that's the way I want to be a person. That's who I want to be. I want to help pull people up and not push people down. And I don't think people perceive you the way you perceive that people perceive you. Okay. Or something. No, I got it. No, and hopefully that's true. So number one, Sarah McLachlan, Ice Cream. I don't know that song. I will get. You don't know that song. I don't know that song. I know. Dude. Maybe two Sarah McLachlan. Tonight. Tonight. Oh, my God. I'm blown away. Okay. Tonight. You get your uh, Cindy's um, uh, carrot cake. And then I don't know what she drinks. Yeah. Well, she's not making one, but yeah. Okay. okay. Well, okay. Maybe I can convince her to make one. Exactly. And then you guys go to bed and watch TV. Do you have a TV in your room? We do. See, I, I, I ban that. I can't have a TV in my room. Put on the TV and watch whatever she wants to watch or just start playing that song. Just listen to music and lay there. But you have to listen to Sarah McLaughlin Ice Cream. Mm. It's a okay. love song, man. You'll hold hands. You may swap some spit. You never know. You just never know. Can I turn on like the Sex Pistols instead? Uh, well, no. You, after, no, well, yeah, I mean, just play this song. It's tender. It's beautiful. Okay. All right. I'll play it. All right. I will try it. All right. So, well, after your touching moment of sincerity and <laughs> sensitivity and all that, I think all my list is probably just all dumb songs, but I'm going out with a message song. Yes, it is a message song for this day. It is a live track from 1978, not 79. And it's from the album Live Stiffs Live, which documented the 1977 Stiff Records package tour with Elvis Costello, Nick Lowe, Ian Dury, Reckless Eric, and Larry Wallace. And it is Let's Eat by Nick Lowe's Last Chicken in the Shop. So Last Chicken in the <laughs> Shop was a pickup band featuring Nick Lowe, Dave Edmonds, and other members from the Stiff Bands, Larry Wallace from the Pink Fairies and Motorhead on guitar. Pete Thomas from the Attractions on drums and Penny Tobin from also Wallace's band on keys. Let's Eat is nothing but a hyper, supercharged, fun ode to mastication. And note that I said mastication, mm -hmm. Greg. I got it. Let's eat. Let's eat. I want to move, 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 move my teeth. I want to chew, 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 chew on peace, on that piece or something like that. So as the song says, Let's stop talking and go get a bite. So what are you waiting for? Let's eat. Number one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, the mastication of those turkey necks. That's what you got to worry about on this uh, turkey day. Yeah, I worry about it often. Oh, there we go. Our list is done. Ain't no pink swirl going on there. <laughs> All right, honorable mentions. Of course, I should have picked B-52's Rock Lobster, but I picked, I think, the B-52's in that song recently. So just it was just a give me. I thought you probably would have guessed I would have picked that one. So that's why I didn't pick it. But also Squeeze, Black Coffee in Bed. I don't know if yeah. coffee's a food, but damn it, it was going to work for me. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain, Just Like Honey. 
another little food song there, which I thought you might have picked. I did consider it. It was on my list. Oh, there you go. And then there was I one. I mean, my big list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you probably had 740. Like for me, like food songs and like food name, you know, artists with food kind of in their name. Uh, you know, I was, I, it took me a little bit because I had to think. I knew for you, you probably had 185 uh, songs that you could pick from. Also, uh, the other honorable mention that I, I it, it was way down on my list, though, but the Dead Kennedys, Soup is Good Food. You're going to enjoy one of mine. It was U2 Lemon. I knew it. Oh, no. I saw it. I was like, Lemon. <laughs> oh, Lemon. Oh. Uh, the Runaways Cherry Bomb. Oh, Prince they, Raspberry yeah. Beret. Mm-hmm. The Lemon Heads going into bands, into your arms. Or raspberries, I don't know what I want. The cranberries dreams, because yeah, we all love one. cranberries with our Thanksgiving. The moldy peaches, these burgers. Actually, I was going to tell you, um, the travelers list or something like that, they did a survey and they asked Americans. Yeah. And on the uh, most disliked list, cranberry sauce was number two. No, cranberry really? sauce was number one. Turkey was number two. And then green bean casserole was number three. Hmm. I don't need the cranberries. Turkey and green bean casserole, though, I'm eating it. I enjoy cranberries. Now, I, I think it's probably the canned, like, gelatinous cranberries that maybe people dislike, although I do like that. But if, if you make, a like, a fresh cranberry sauce, it's quite good. Quite good. And if you're going to get lit today, um, always remember Red Bull, excuse me, Red Bull Vodka Splash of Cran. That's good, too. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, the Flaming Lips, she don't use jelly. Oh, that's a good one. Radiohead vegetable. Mm -hmm. I scratched this one because I guess when we're talking about alternative music, it probably doesn't fit. But uh, there's a song by Wings on their 1976 album, Wings at the Speed of Sound, sung by Linda McCartney called Cook of the House. And it's basically just uh, her singing about how hospitable she is and how she is indeed the cook of the house. Well, and they might have even got, you know, wrote that in, in Tucson. I don't know when they moved to Tucson. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, maybe we should call Paul. When, when are you going to get him? Yeah. When are you going to get him on the podcast? I know it's really not our genre, but I think we're, we could probably waiting. we could totally make a, a space for him. I would love to have him be our third lad. Yeah, maybe Paul McCartney isn't isn't considered an alternative artist, but when you think of every single alternative artist who was inspired and influenced by the Beatles and Paul McCartney, I think there's definitely a direct line there. And also, the other thing is Paul's solo career is a lot weirder than anybody gives him credit for so if you listen to an album like talking about in our era back to the egg wings last album where they touch upon everything from punk rock but done in weird nonsensical paul mccartney i've been smoking way too much pot lyricism funk and then he went to mccartney too which is all synth driven and what would totally make him fit into the genre was really what kind of killed wings why right? i mean he, he the 1979 marijuana bust in japan yep 1980 on oh, 1980 yep. okay yep i really didn't understand it back then and i just remember there's big drugs and oh drugs and it was like now it's like <laughs> i'm here in phoenix i could drive uh probably three miles in any direction and go get harder stuff than what he got busted in japan with that day oh no doubt yeah no doubt let's go down our list of the top five food songs for thanksgiving 2022 at number five for me tori amos with raspberry swirl at number four crowded house chocolate cake number three i picked cake never there at number two beck nicotine and gravy and my number one song for this thanksgiving 
is going to be Sarah McLaughlin ice cream. All right. And my number five was the chef's food. Number four, soft boys, cold turkey. Number three, Wesley Willis, rock and roll McDonald's. Number two, the undertones, Mars bars. And number one, let's eat by Nick Lowe's last chicken in the shop. So you picked all like the, I guess, avant-garde stuff. Again, I threw pretty much fastballs. I don't know if it's avant-garde. It's just uh, I, I picked a lot of cool just stuff. Like, That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, stuff, dumb songs, stuff, stuff you wouldn't see, you know, here on the radio stuff that you would go like, oh, OK. That's probably true. Yes, that's probably true. But the radio station that will play rock and roll McDonald's, my hat is off to you. Let's find one. Very Let's nice. Let's find one. Well, Heck yeah. O3L community. Thank you for spending a little bit of your holiday with us. And thank you for spending 2022 with us. And we're looking forward to hanging out with you in 2023. Absolutely. And of course, we've had a lot of fun setting the table for this musical smorgasbord today. And I am using that word because I like saying it. (laughs) But the best and most important part of today, no matter what country you're in, is that you give thanks for the blessings in your life, whatever those may be. I'm very grateful personally to be surrounded by love and all of my favorite people in my life, whether it be in my home, my work, or right here on this very podcast. Greg, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that the work that we have the privilege to do together every week fills my heart with joy. The music fans and the guests who have shared our passions, embraced and listened to this show, and have become dear friends along the way is very humbling and unfathomably enriching. We send our undying gratitude to all of you. Amen. Amen. And since we brought you this episode early, we're going to take the weekend off, right? And enjoy some family time. And we'll be back on uh, December 6th, I believe. That is correct. And uh, holy cannoli, what a fun-filled end of season three we have in store. So we have our holiday party coming up. We'll have our 2022 wrap-up episodes. It's going to be exciting. A thrill. A thrill. So stay safe. God bless. And to those of you here in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving. And for now, we will say hello and wave goodbye. The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com slash only3lads. We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 